0: Welcome back. We have survived the fest and this is our first show post 2024 New York fest. Welcome. Welcome back to Two Legs. This is episode number 238. My name is Andy Nichols, one of the co-hosts of Two Legs, and I am joined today by my partner, one of the co-founders of Two Legs, and I believe donning his Two Legs hoodie, and that's Tom Hunyadi.
1: Hello. Yeah, let me get a little pan down there. He He is. Two Legs hoodie. That I'm very proud to uh, to have own and wear. Um, uh, this was, uh, you know, MVP again. You know, thank you for everything that you do, and uh, very comfy and uh, wear it, wear it with pride. But uh, yeah, hello everybody. everybody. Hello, hello Andy. And yeah, still coming down from, you know, the fest. <laughs> the the adrenaline was was, Think I'm was just was about recovered. Full force. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was it was a rough, you know, you know, overnight didn't sleep much um you know my flight was at seven so i wanted to try to get to my terminal by five so you know didn't <laughs> didn't sleep until i hit the until i got in, on the plane and uh and it made the made the plane ride you know a lot shorter because i slept for most of it so but uh but great time again thank you for everyone that that um you know, came up to us and talked to us and uh, people that we met for the first time, you know, uh, you know, met the we, we met the the ranking, the, the Beatles uh, crew. So, yeah, proud to say that, uh, that that I'm working on right now, getting a getting a spot on there uh, to uh, to do an episode. Andy, I think they're going to reach out to you soon, too, and, and get you on, you know, a ranking the Beatles uh, show. So um, it's just so much fun. And, and you know, just makes me proud that's um you know people wear our buttons people wear our shirts and people come up to us and say hey they like what we're doing
0: yeah it was a uh, yeah I, I, that was really kind of every, that was the every day times four with the yeah. everybody who we met and uh, we recapped everything we have the two panels uh, that i participated in on which are up on our channel and the historians and the generational panel right. which was great and better sound quality this year <laughs> i yeah. I put the, I put that little Paula's live disclaimer on there on the one video. I don't know if you saw that. This <laughs> no, might no. this might not be critical for people of a critical uh, disposition. I put on there for the because just people love to complain <laughs> about everything. Oh, it's to this or oh, it's to this. well, you know, it's everybody loves to just complain about something. So yeah, so we're we're finally putting uh you know we're putting the, the fest is over with and we're moving on from that and uh, you know seeing everybody. We got with,
1: Chicago to look forward to.
0: We do in August and. Uh, happy to report that we'll we'll be there again for that, and this will be Tom's first Chicago, uh, which will be best to go to, which will be great because I've been flying solo for two years out there, <laughs> but it'll be nice to have him in Chicago. Um, yeah, poll news-wise, things are pretty quiet, you know. Um, Just the
1: base. Just that it's all about that yep. base right now. Yeah,
0: the, the the base that was found, and uh, everybody and their mother was sharing that article and posting it. Oh, the legendary oh, yeah. base was found. So what the base was was the Let It Be base that was found, right? Not the. Well,
1: I mean, for, not from my understanding, it was it was lost in '72.
0: Yeah, Wings. Um, tour. I just
1: don't know how. Yeah, I just don't know how far back the base went because, you know, I hadn't read the article yet. To be honest with you, um, it was just something. I'm like, oh, he found it. Okay, great. You know, so. I haven't really read any of the articles to get any of the full details. No, but, I, mean, I haven't either. Perhaps I should, since you know we do this, but uh, but yeah, but you know, been busy.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have. not I, I did read. Everybody was found in an attic, and there's lots of other details coming out about that now. And I think Joe Mantineo he he shared an article with me. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, a mom of two panicked to find Chipotle McCarty's missing guitar in a loft. He had sent me that article, but yeah, it does look like the base, the let it be base, you know, with the double, okay. with, the, with the double neck right, look right. thing. So yeah. you know, we're not, we're not musicians so never, here, David. So right.
1: <laughs> So you never know what you're going to find and when you're going to find it, whether it's in an attic is whether if it's in the toaster, uh, bread box, uh, you know, it's just, no. <laughs> yeah.
0: we'll see. I mean, other than that, I mean, Paul did draw, drop his second season of the podcast, the lyrics, um, that has That's been right. trickling out, and uh, I know that some people really enjoy that. And we have not addressed that yet because, honestly, we know most of the stories on there already, and you do too. I think if anything, we'll do a show where we talk about some of the solo songs he talks about because yeah. the Beatles, the Beatles yeah. stories, we know. I don't, I don't think we need to, de- to dedicate a show just to his. Taught him talking about Beatles songs that we can we know, chapter and verse, he can recite. Solo songs, maybe, if he adds anything to an interest. And I haven't heard all of them, but mostly he did one on Uncle Albert. I know that. Um, you know, he's done a, he's done a few uh, solo songs. Not a ton. Oh. Mull of Kintyre oh. was, was one.
1: I mean, the thing is, is right. These are just extended interviews from from when Paul was conducting the interviews for the lyrics book. Really, That's all it is. I mean, so what's what's in the lyrics book? I mean, is going to be in 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 those podcasts. as Well, so if you read it, I mean, there's a good chance you're gonna, you know. And I'm at the point right now where it's for me, it's really tough to listen to a Paul McCartney interview. You know, just because we know the questions they're going to ask, we know the answers he's going to give you know there's not too many people out there that are creatively asking him different more creative questions to challenge him right so it's 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 more, getting really tough they're yeah, go they're ahead.
0: more than likely not allowed to ask those questions
1: that's a good point that's a very good point um as we know i mean as far back as the 19 as 1980 Vic Garberini, when he conducted the McCartney what we know now is the McCartney interview from Music, right. musician magazine right. he was told that he cannot ask about the Beatles,
0: right? So when you're gonna when you're gonna get these, you know, I'm sure sh- I am sure that there are plenty of authors and journalists out there that want to ask the questions we want to ask. I know they are because yeah. they're music fans too. They want to ask them about deep tracks, wing stuff, you know. But the likely, you know, the the other, you know the truth is is that he probably can't remember. So they're gonna keep it to you know something that he he knows that he can answer well. Unless it's something special like the, that Tom Frangione did with him for Tug of War, and they did a they did a kind of track by track thing on Tug of War, which was pretty interesting and fresh because it was different. Even though some of the stories kind of went back to the Beatles, but he did kind of talk about the tracks on the album. So I totally yeah yeah it it is very hard to listen to a Paul McCartney interview these days. I totally agree. And like you know old ones which we've done and do, listened to and oh, dive yeah. old ones are great from the eighties and, and, and anything up until about the especially anthology, the 80s. especially the eighties, anything up until about the anthology, you're going to get pretty raw, candid answers. Anything after the anthology is going to be pure nostalgia. You know, I think it's a dividing line for that, you know I'm saying? You know, because everything was hunky dory, um, you know as we learned from our uh, panel discussion uh, correctly from Adrian Sinclair thank you that i I, w- I know that we had said 74 was the end of the beatles dissolution it was not it really didn't legally end until until 89 which is why the anthology could happen but we talked about it so that's all throughout the 80s you've got paul talking to um oh, who's the chap we spoke to a couple of years ago with well, the q the q interview um oh uh oh. Chris, uh, Salovic, Salovic, oh, right. So yeah, Salovic. Chris, yes, Chris, Salovic, you, Chris Salovic. Salovic interviews like that. Um, which are, you know, some of interviews he did in 84, you know, they were just, you know, there, you definitely have more juicy bits to talk about with Paul in the eighties than, than he is now. So something like the lyrics, it's like, okay, we know those stories. So it's interesting to listen to, but to, to do a show about it, I, I don't think we're there yet. You know, unless we hear something really awesome, to talk about. I mean, right. it's just, it's available as a podcast. Go listen to it. But if you've got the book, then then you know the story, uh, to your point. Hmm. To your point. But uh, other than that, it was, you know, the underdubbed is still uh, in the rotation and enjoying it. Um, you know, that's I been did out watch, two weeks. Um,
1: yeah, I did watch What's-His-Name's video on when he reviewed.
0: The, Andrew? Um,
1: analog- yeah, yeah, I watched his where, you know, he agreed with me where he thought it was the best-sounding uh, band on the run uh, yet to date um so uh i do need to get a uk copy because he was talking about how well the uk copy of a band on a run sounded so i i think that's still one of the the uh, copies that I, s- I still need to get out of the a uk a uk yeah. press yeah uk yeah, pressing UK. yeah
0: well yeah you yeah. get to that point you get now you actually still just try to get and I, we had this great chat with um again adrian we're talking about you collect a lot of international singles I I do a little bit not nearly to the extent you do and Adrian was like, I just get U- US and UK anything after those two countries gets can be very dangerous and he's right and i I try to do the same thing I try to get a obviously right. an American copy and a UK pressing for just about every album and and I'm almost there but not there yet
1: right with,
0: with band on yeah, the run. but yeah it's still still yeah. still in the rotation and and still enjoy still the in un- my car. Yeah,
1: in my car, listen to it. So yeah, I'm did, still enjoying it. Yeah. Did you did you get
0: the uh, regular half speed master yet. with the with Not the yet. with Obi strip? Not yet.
1: Not yet. I know. Hey, look, it's still available on Amazon. Oh, and by the way, I mean, well, I shouldn't probably say this now because I don't know how long. Uh, because we're gonna post it's what Monday, and we're gonna post this Saturday. Yeah. Um. Uh. The McCartney Legacy book on is is twelve dollars on Amazon right now. So um, I don't know if it's gonna be that when this is posted but um you never know
0: 15 actually 15 bucks
1: yeah there you go so if yeah if you don't have it yet uh and if it's still on sale um pick it up yeah
0: 15 dollars come on
1: yes 15 that, bucks
0: 15, that's 000. that that is a that's a steal i mean go out and get that that book and i think i'm actually going to reread it and get ready getting getting ready for volume two
1: not a bad idea not a bad idea i'm still working you'll yeah you'll be seeing adrian and alan on on our show again real soon and maybe on a little bit of a consistent basis as well
0: yes stay tuned for that Uh, so yeah mccartney legacy definitely worth a reread before volume two comes out in december i'm still uh, working my way through the 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 mal book i'm halfway through i'm up to the Beatles in india right now and mal's with them and I'm, i'm about halfway through the mal book i'm I, I will finish it probably hopefully in another month or so. I'm halfway done. So I uh I, I'm not going to ask cuz I'm sure you it's it's on your list. Well, you know
1: it, it is and then plus you know we picking up the uh the dark yep. records uh book by by you know Aaron Badgley. You know because you know I'm, I am going to propose that we get him on talk more talk uh you know talk about uh, the book there and uh you know going through going through this is a fascinating story. Let's even you know that's that's you know again you wanna write a book, that's that's kind of like the niche right niche right there, right? To to read about something that not, not a lot of people have done about is, is the business The label. The the label, the, the label about Dark Horse,
0: yeah. the the business of right. it, not just George having records on it, like the business of Dark Horse right. records, the right. bands obviously. And we we you know, we attended Aaron's presentation on his book and I'm glad that I got the last copy. Yeah. You know, bands right. like yeah. Splinter and all these other bands that are that are talked well,
1: about. Well, see that's yeah, yeah, because you know, when he's first signed with uh A and you know, and then when he went to Warner Brothers, not everybody he signed went to Warner Brothers. Uh, so that was, you know, that was pretty fascinating. And, um, you know, really, he did a really good presentation uh, talking about the book with Darren DeVivo. So, yeah. um, again, um, you know, look this up. Dark Horse Records, the story of George Harrison's post-Beatles record label. Um, check it out.
0: For sure. Today's topic. Now, we something we've talked about in the past, um, but on a more kind of an all-encompassing scale of just discussing compilations as a whole, I thought it would be kind of fun and fresh to look at probably the first compilation that I know I definitely identified with, and I think you did too, because where where we are with our ages, maybe maybe yeah. it was Wings Greatest for you. I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I did have Wings Greatest prior to you did. All
0: that. You did. Yeah. Okay. Um, it depends on your age. So today's conversation is basically going to be about all the best, okay? And here is the original cassette version, American, from nineteen eighty-seven. All the
1: best, and and all the versions that we have.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, CD, UK. You, I'm gonna, we'll yeah. show them in a minute. I'll, we'll get them. out, We'll show them all. all right. Um, I just think it's a great period to talk about Paul's career. We've mentioned it before. Crossroads time, back end of Broad Street and pipes and um, press to play. He has a new manager that he signs up with. With the gentleman's name was Richard Ogden, who comes into the picture now, and really kind of just gives Paul's career just a shot in the arm. And this the marketing campaign for all the best was phenomenal. I mean, he promoted it. He did live appearances um, on the in yeah. the UK. That the TV spots for it. I mean, I, I mean, and it's very hard to appreciate now in the digital age, and we have a every format of everything we have 100 copies of everything but as a young kid this thing was like my bible man like i had a little small stereo i was 8 years old and i had paul mccartney's greatest hits on tape it was like gold man i mean we look at it now everything from the artwork the the you know the of uh, the the drawings of all the songs like those images are like burned in my in my brain as growing up see only way you had these songs like all on one tape it's hard to right. appreciate th- 35 years later but this was this was a wonderful introductory point to get a overview of paul's career at a time when you were coming into it now you had wings greatest so you already knew the hits by this time right
1: right i yeah knew the hits i mean again for somebody you know that did work but not didn't have a lot of money and you know was was getting stuff starting to slowly get solo stuff it was greatest hits first right so i did have had wings greatest i did have uh you know then i got all the best and I remember, too, because then I bought the single for, for uh, My Brave Face. So I felt like, oh, my, I'm complete. You know, I've got everything I need, <laughs> you know. So, um, but, yeah, it, it, it was great. I mean, that was, that was really all you needed, you know, as a starter.
0: As a right? starter. Was, right. Yeah, it's All you Wings needed.
1: Wings it's... Greatest and, and and All the Best.
0: Right. And Wings Greatest gave you some tracks that were not on this. So it was everything you, you needed to, to kind of get going. But, I mean. Now, let w- me ask
1: you this. Yeah. is it is Is it All the Best? is there some tracks maybe missing from the at least the US
0: well we'll, we'll get much. into that with the different yeah, with the different right. tracks um is it all the right. best uh for an american audience i think that this pretty much nails it um you've got junior's form on here you've got uncle albert big Hit in america um what do you, what do you think is missing from the american release that's well, not on here well i mean here?
1: look i mean you you got two top 10s that are not on there you you got take it away and you you've also got uh uh spies like us i mean two top Mm. ten hits top true i know there's still i say what you will about those tracks whether you like them or 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 dislike them there's still you know top 10 hits that maybe i I mean you because you you there's there's so much more on the international copy than there is on the u.s copy
0: True. And I, I, out of those two songs you mentioned, partner, I think take it away is the one that's the glaring one that needed to be on there. It really did. Agreed. Agreed. Um, it it absolutely had to be, I think even more than spies like us, I mean, I know that was top 10, but uh, take it away. Brilliant video, brilliant song. Um, one of his best known songs could have, that would have been on here easily. It would have done very well on here. I mean, obviously you get the eight week number one, Ebony and Ivory represented on here. Um, it was just mesmerizing to watch. Like, okay, he, this is Paul's a yeah. solo artist, and I'm, like, seeing him. For the first time, I heard things like "Good Night Tonight. Didn't know that before. I had right. all the best. I didn't know those. So I didn't know Seamoon. Um, you know, I, I think I, the only song I can, I think I really knew, was Uncle Albert. Um, I didn't know anything else, really, before this. And then, so it was a perfect, perfect starting point. And then, you know, it was just professionally made. I mean, it was just, look at me, look at it. It's just classic.
1: So Just, was this your first? Was this your first solo, Paul? Anything?
0: Yes, because then okay. and then the next thing was flowers in the dirt. So this is like, this is where I first connected with Paul. Was was the, was this compilation and becoming collectors as we as we grew into it, but learning about, you know, the other the the, 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 the UK version. I think you and I both agree now that's the better version, right? Do you? Well, oh yeah, not?
1: only because the eighties are more representative on 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 the UK version, right? I mean, because look. He had two big hits in the U.K. We all stand together and once upon a long ago, you know, in the 80s that that we didn't, and, we didn't know and, about and, here and in pipes the of,
0: Correct. And, and Pipes, pipes of, peace. of
1: Peace. And Pipes of Peace. Correct. You know? Right. So, and then even So Bad, you know, So Bad was a kind of, I guess you can say, minor hit. You know, I mean, that could have been on the U.S. version as well.
0: It could have been. It could have been. Um, but no, maybe I'm amazed on here, though, either. On the but CD version, anyway. I'm fine anyway. with that.
1: I'm fine with that. I'm fine with no, maybe I'm amazed because again, I mean, as somebody that prefers the studio version over the live version, that wasn't you know we we all know that the studio version wasn't a single,
0: right? So, but the vinyl, see, the vinyl has maybe I'm amazed, which is pretty interesting. The CD right. does the CD does not. Um, yeah, see the the UK oh, the UK yeah. vinyl, and you can tell it's the UK vinyl because there's your Pipes of Peace artwork and stuff. Yeah. The UK right. vinyl had included the studio, maybe I'm amazed, on it. So, I mean, right. just, ru- just running it down now, okay? UK, Jet, Band on the Run, the coming up, that's the studio version of coming up, not the right. live version. Ebony and Ivory, listen to what the man said. No More Lonely Nights, Silly Love Songs, Let Them In, Sea Moon, Pipes of Peace, Live and Let Die, Another Day, Maybe I'm Amazed, Good Night Tonight, Once Upon a Long Go, Say Say Say, With a Little Luck my love we all stand together in tire. to me right. obviously the UK is the home run
1: I I think so too because plus you're adding Moloch andtyre I um I believe that's the edit version of with a little luck um, it's, that right. is the I'm both, yeah on both of them on both of them
0: on both you of know. them the 345 yeah. the not the full synth. Right. right right but um it was just a really smart thing of his Paul's management to do this at the time when his career kind of really needed it to throw together a really classy package, double album, single CD of, of his best hits and present it in a way. Maybe
1: it did. Maybe it was a shot in the arm, but but what, it wasn't really a shot in the arm here because it didn't do as well as it did in the U.K. In the UK I think it went to number two.
0: It did uh, very well in the U.K. It didn't,
1: it didn't fare as well because plus it also had Once Upon a Long Ago to help uh, boost Well,
0: we'll get to that as well, too, um, because he threw that on there. Um, even things down to like even on the artwork, like take a look on the artwork of the album here, right on the sides, right. you've yeah. got the you've got the album artwork represented here. There's yes. the pipes, there's London Town, there's the yep. Red Rose, yeah, you know there's there's so all the little detail that goes into it. Now the it did well probably better in the UK because of the TV appearances. You know, you go on YouTube, you can right. find Paul singing or well, I'm sorry, miming to listen to what the man said, which I believe was on the Wogan show. um, numerous times, I mean, he plugged the hell out of Once Upon a Long Ago, and this was a time for Paul to really put a package together, but also say, hey, here's a new song I wrote too, and I'm going to throw it in there with Once Upon a Long Ago, which he has not done since. I mean, unless you want to count Hope for the Future being on Pure, Pure McCarty, but we already, already, we had already had that. Um, oh, It
1: had already been out for you for a few years.
0: By that point, but it was really uh, brave, pun intended, um, to, to put a single on it and push it. And as we know, history tells us that water spout was also tempted to be included on this. Good
1: point. Good point. I think that was going to be on the U.S. Uh, version, but um, yeah. for some reason, uh, whatever reason, they decided to cancel it the last minute.
0: I think we have to go back and look at this, or actually I have to play it at least. We just talked about it, the edited version of With a Little Luck being on here. I'm looking All at my U.K. copy right now, With a Little Luck, yeah. 545.
1: Excellent, yeah.
0: So I'll have to give it a spin, but because sometimes they make that mistake, you know, they might say it's the full version and you listen to it, and then it's it's, right. it's the edited version, which we heard actually in the car when we were at the fest. And Tom goes to me, sure Will it did. be the edit? Will it be the edited version? And then you guys were singing your hearts out to some song about sex or something. I don't know. What the hell was it? George Michael. I want I want your sex. Oh my yeah. God! A fucking four minutes of my life I'll never get back. Jesus Christ! Oh, that was a lot of fun. It was, it was, but, um, yeah, water spout, the lost, you know, the, the London towns aborted session songs, which would have, I mean, what do you bump out? What do you bump out on the American version to put on for water spout? If you had to, what you are you going to Don't
1: put? have to, I don't think, cause there's still more room. I, I thought there was cause I think the, uh, the U S version here, hold on. The U S version is 72 minutes and 14 seconds. Okay. Whereas the international version is 86 minutes, 86 minutes. That's fourteen more minutes, interesting Right. Interest, that, right. You could, that, that you could that you could add stuff to it. You could have put water spout on there. Okay. You could have put take it away on mm. there if you wanted to.
0: You so, could have. You could have. It's interesting to see what what that was. You know. You know. Maybe it's like, well, i have already putting a new song on here. I'm going to put an unreleased song on here too. I don't know. It just um, it to me it marked the period of Paul. I don't know. Just being a little more confident and giving him the 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 um you know, the sure. confidence to go do it again. And again, also this period, it, you know, it, it brings in together like this, like lost single of once upon a long ago and back on my feet, which is just, it is such an, it's such an oddity to see how that single has been buried in history. I mean, back on my feet, we got again on the archive issue of flowers in the dirt. Great.
1: But I mean, right. Paul
0: went to crazy lengths to promote this single in eighty six, in eighty seven, he markets it with all the best. He does these performances of, you know, all, of "Once Upon a Long Ago," multiple versions of the single, using the same all the best artwork. You know, like here's right. the, here's the extended single. Okay, it's the same. Yeah, it's go. the same. It's the same photo shoot. Okay, so puts together a wonderfully produced song by Phil Ramone in "Once Upon a Long Ago." Great track, easily top ten, I think, for most people. And within this whole, the best period, it just vanishes. It just, it just vanishes. This song in Back of My Feet, which was the first song that Costello helped him finish, I believe, right? The Elvis Costello right. came in, comes into the picture now and helps him finish up Back of My Feet. And, you know, I buy the single and I'm like, this is a great song. Let me read, let me read the sleeve notes. <laughs> the sleeve notes have nothing about once upon a long go on it at all. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Like, you know, so it's, it's. You know and again i didn't learn about that till later obviously as, as, a, as a as a later fan but um fascinating period 86 87 with paul um coming in here like when was your first experience when did you first hear once upon a long ago and back at my feet like you know like that
1: 10 years ago maybe 10 i mean no i'm sorry god yeah. when did i start getting those uh 93 um oh the uh I think it was probably late 90s, early 2000s when I finally heard Once Upon a Long Ago.
0: You did. Yeah, I mean, so then all this, you know, the Once Upon a Long Ago, the CD single from Japan, uh, the the video disc from Japan, you know, he's gone to some great lengths here to, you know, promote himself, and it's just, for what? Like, okay, like, you know, just, I I guess maybe we're talking 35 years later, we wish he would just embrace this a little bit more, like, (laughs) why can't you just throw this on, press to play, and just, you know... You know do that and do the whole thing right i mean do you ever think about this what about it what about an archive edition of all the best think about that that would be interesting yeah
1: yeah i, I i'd buy it
0: <laughs> i mean it would be like the ultimate all the best because you could you could incorporate all the you know us uk the aborted lineup maybe you know throw water spout on there and um that would be that would, i would i'd buy that in a hey, second listen,
1: i yeah i mean i listen tr- seriously honestly i this could have been a three-record set in my in my, estimate, I mean in my opinion. What else you know, are you adding to it other
0: than the two you've talked about?
1: Well, again, you know, uh, you're looking at um, you know high, high, high could probably have gone on there. Uh, right. That's 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 missing. You you know, like, again, take it away. Press uh, something you probably could have put on there. Um, you know, spies like us, you know, and then or or kind of make it like the hot hot hits, cold cuts where you throw on something like a War. water spout or, or like a mama's little girl. Something one of those gems that hadn't been released yet until, you know, those eighty nine singles were CD singles where you started right. to get more, you know, more songs on them.
0: Could you make a case for wonderful Christmas time being included on here?
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You could. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. Cause you you got um, you know, so many other you know second third singles from from uh, albums. You know, like the um, I've had enough, right? Or like uh, Venus and Mars rock show song. You know, the edit closer arrow through me. You know, stuff that were top forty right not necessarily top 10 but they were t- they were all top 40 you know right. so i mean that's you uh, I just, made, you really could have made this a very uh, nice 3 lp count, you know set where
0: you could have much- but i i do think it's the it is a pretty glaring omission i know you're tired of it you prefer the studio one but in the us to not put the live version of maybe i'm amazed on here is probably the only oversight with this whole thing i mean that was one yes, of the biggest good hits. Point.
1: Good point. Ten, it was a top ten. I mean, that how is should, that not that, on all
0: the best? <laughs> yeah, right. Listen, and it's not, if it's and top it's,
1: ten or higher, it definitely should have been on all. the I best. mean,
0: and it wasn't even all Wings' greatest. Right. So you've got two hits compilations that don't have what people arguably think is his best song ever, not on one of these compilations, which is crazy yeah. when you think about it. Oh, not, and not only, and until. I think Wingspan gave us the studio one, but not the live, right? Wingspan, yeah, I think
1: that was. Yeah, I think
0: it Wingspan was the studio cut, right.
1: studio version. So has has
0: the has the live version of Maybe I'm Amazed been made available on any Paul McCartney compilation? And I think the answer is no, it hasn't. Hmm. Think about it. Outside of it's got the 12-inch single release from Record Story. It got that. It got it, we got that. But on a compilation, let's go through it. Wings Wings Greatest. Not on there. All the best not on there well it's the studio cut is on but it, but not the live version they're not right. are you carrying us no live version that.
1: no i'm fine with it i mean really I, as always i prefer studio over live any day of the week
0: uh, for maybe i'm amazed wow
1: for anything really you do yeah. yeah
0: just whereas live just doesn't even those speed of sound songs
1: Look, those Speed of Sound songs are fantastic live. All right, let's make no bones about it. But, I mean, when it all comes down to it, if I want to listen to Silly Love songs, Beware My Love, Let them In, or anything else that they played on, on Rock Show, I'm going to put on Speed of Sound. You I'm will. I'm not going to put on Wings Over America.
0: Hmm. It, it also just helped, too, I think, because of the time period with All the Best. It was the height of the video age. You know, you were seeing Say, 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 No Man, Lonely Nights. Right on uh, on with you know somewhat regularity you know not like when they came out but having that visual aid you know in the 80s really kind of worked with the music you know I say, oh I know that song cuz I saw the crazy video where he's like himself four right. times although I'm like that coming up on this is a lot different than the coming up video that I'm watching cuz right. it's not the same song yeah.
1: <laughs> right I do like how what the, the UK has the the studio version of coming up right and the US has the live version right of of coming up you know so this was this was like the like the first release you know that really i mean we all know the the band on the run right i mean with the with Helen wheels but this release right here you know i mean so many different differences in 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 the you know in the track listings you know the uk getting so much more so many more songs uh, than than the u.s version so i mean this this whole release is just fascinating in, in general
0: it is i mean and to throw something like we all stand together on there you know, which a lot of people are just right. like, why? Why are you throwing that on there? You know, um, well, it's a again, chil- it's a hit. children's song, but it's a hit. It was a hit, and uh, one of his, you know, the, the collab, one of the, you know, one of the final one, a great collaboration with George Martin that was really the um, the first song that they worked on together and the last one, the last one right. issued in '84. Um, so yeah, it just it neatly tied up all those things. The Wings period, you know, this is why you say like, is Wings just a band or Paul McCartney? No. It's all it's Paul McCartney like if you're, you're putting wings yeah. material on here you know it wasn't Paul McCartney and wings all the best you've got let him in silly love songs band on the run here because they're they're written by Paul McCartney you know that's that another, age old that's an that, that age-old yeah. debate right another interesting
1: thing about this release as well is is um two so- the, the first two songs that uh lead off uh both both song I mean listen on on the US version you get "Band on the run going into jet right and then it, K version you got jet going into band on the run now me I, I i'm just so used to hearing jet following band on the run that it's just so weird hearing jet first then band and on then on
0: the run band. that's cool that's kind of why i like the uk uh-huh. one a little bit better because it opens up with jet instead of band on the run mm-hmm. all the time i mean i even played the cassette just the other day just to get ready for it just listening to that analog hissy sound it just was fantastic right. just to hear those sounds again um for some reason, I remember just Sea Moon sticking out like a sore thumb when I listened to that. I'm like, God, that song is, it just sticks out. Like, I don't love it. It's just, it's just, it's there. I mean, now, Sea Moon or High, 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 I mean, you know, flip a coin, right? I mean, which one, you know, which one, you know, I probably would have preferred High, High, High. It shows a little more of Paul's yeah. rocking side to be yeah, on here, true. you know?
1: Yep, 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 absolutely.
0: Um, Mary Had a Little Lamb, you know?
1: I mean, again, if, if you're going to go for, like, the triple LP, you know. Then you include that. You know, Mary, yeah, you definitely include Mary Had a Little Lamb and Give Ireland Back to the Because it, it,
0: it, it, that was a top ten song in America, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Went to number nine. So, you know, but these were the fide smash hits, and you can't argue with that. Um, but then you got, like, things like sea Moon" <laughs> on there. Um, obviously, let's see. Junior's Farm is the only – Junior's Farm is on the American, not the British –
1: Right, right. And I was just looking. And I think that's the the full version. Uh, however, yes. I think it's the U.S. that doesn't have the full version of with a with a little luck.
0: The, the, the U.S. has the edited version of with a little luck, yeah. right. Um, right? But now, see, on the U.K. CD, you've got no with a little luck on CD. That's only on the U.S.
1: It's yeah. <laughs> I it's crazy. And it that's uh, that that board meeting and saying, okay, we're not gonna put we're gonna put this one here. We're not gonna put that one there. You know. Right.
0: But That's as we, right, Atlantic's gonna get all those tunes. Right. You know, but so. for C D then then but like but on the L P you got that. You like the UK the UK L P has with a little luck on it. But why right. like who made the decision to make the cuts for this for the C D format, you know? Obviously. Um seventeen tracks on both. You know, right. so the running but as you say, we went over the running time. It's just uh it's very interesting to think about, you know, well, we thought this market would like this better, so we're gonna put it on there. I mean they probably were like, well, there's no way we can put, you know, Mulleth Tire, and we all stand together on an American all the best. We're just not going to do that. (laughs) I, you or I wouldn't have cared, right? No, no. (laughs) It just, it's it's the 80s. Like nobody thinks that way anymore now in terms of markets and how to make something, you know, it's, it's, this is the compilation. I'm putting it out and roll with it. Um, it's just, it, and it really ends up being, I think the beginning of Paul, being okay, being confident again, and then, you know, getting with Elvis and doing half those songs, getting a band together and going out and and, be, and touring again for the first time since 79, but worldwide touring since 76. I mean, that's why I think this period in his life is pretty important, you know, because he's like, okay, I've just had some really critically drubbed things, and two albums and a film that people really, really didn't like. What the hell am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to put a greatest hits package out of everything I've done Push a new single and get a band together, and just start. And then, do, and then he shortly, and then he starts. Then he does the Russian album. So it's just, it's a very. I can't wait to read about this period of his life when we get maybe volume three of the McCartney legacy. Yes.
1: Volume three of the McCartney legacy, yes, and um, I, I think it's going to happen. I mean, we've we've been we've we've heard so many different things uh, while chatting with Adrian and Alan. We uh, saw the cover the for volume first. two too. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty sharp. Pretty sharp. Uh, we know what we color the the book jacket's going to be as well. So we uh, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really looking forward to it. But, we are. Uh, so yeah. this is
0: a, this was just a little fun um, you know, excuse to go down memory lane and think about when, like, when I first really came and discovered Paul. And this was my this was my was they say gateway. A lot of people use the Red and Blue albums. They always cite that. Oh, that's how I first got into the Beatles. Was those Red and Blue albums? Right. Well, I felt the same way about All the Best, and it was the, it was the same exact thing. I mean, so many people, you read those stories about Red and Blue. That's how I discovered them. Or was my first, you know, second-generation fans. It's how they discovered them, those compilations. Right. And compilations, that's what they're geared for. And then you either, you know, you either just kind of have it when you stay a casual fan, or you become people like Tom and I and get everything.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think that the U.S. definitely played it safe with this release, you know, which is more disappointing uh, yeah. when you look at it, you know, now as a hardcore fan.
0: Yeah, and I oh, love the I mean, the video the video commercial for it, which you you saw because we tacked it on right. the, the front of the episode. is just it's so awesome right. to see, you know, all those songs animated, Paul and then coming and ending it and available and it's compact disc, tape, cassette. You know, right. it, that was when you were like, "Oh my god, this is a really a thing. I can get this."
1: Yeah, you know, when you look at it, you look at the U.S. You got uh, you know the first side, you know, like four tracks, three are three are number one. Okay. <laughs> um you look at side side two just looking ones. at the american now Tracks, yeah. yeah two two of them are number one uh you know side th- you know side three you look at it you you've you've got uh one well one is what was a number one you got uh living let die was number two you got another day was number three uh you look at side four you got with a little luck and, and my love so two more number ones on mm-hmm. side four you know so it's um you know, all of these, all of these were top 10 hits. I, th- I just think the right. moon was the only one that wasn't, uh, that,
0: that wasn't. And, and again, no uncle Albert on the UK. Cause that was a right. huge song Cause here. The,
1: Cause it was the number one here. Yeah. So, um, again, just really interesting, you know, how they decided to, uh, decide, you know, which, uh, which tracks were going to go, where, you know.
0: No, yeah, and, and and why. So I'd be very curious to read about this one in, in Legacy when it comes out, and I know Adrian and Alan will have their will they will all have they'll have all the research done on this period of Paul's life. Interesting yeah. enough too. Um also it's on my wish list and I know it's still yours. And there are not that many around, is that promotional singles box that came out with this thing. I looked last yes. night. It's I found one for like I think it was, yes. I think it was like 200 and something bucks. It was like $200 from the UK without shipping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's a really cool promotional set that DJ, DJs were oh. given. Uh, we, we know our, our friend John Blaney has a copy. I he know, does. Uh, I, know, I know Mayo's got a copy because he found one at his, uh, at one of his record stores. Uh, Joe, get,
0: Joe, make me an offer. I'll, I'll, you no, know, make me an offer.
1: Uh, so that's, that's, a. Really will well, make cool. you, I'll, I'll make you an offer rather. I'm yeah, sorry. You make him an offer. Yeah. 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 Maybe a box of cannolis or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe leave the gun, take the cannolis.
1: Take the cannolis. There you go. You knew where I was going with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, check, go give this a spin again, UK, US, and let us know what you think in the comments, which version of the, uh, of the great, of all the best you prefer. I go back and forth, but I generally go with the UK now. Um, was it your entry point to Paul solo you know depending on what your age is or did you just pass it by or does oh, yeah. it just like is it like uh ah, I don't need it I've got I've got pure mccartney or I've got wingspan you know it's, you know it may, different compilations mean different things to different people depending on where you are when you came into the story
1: yeah i mean if you're a fan now if you're just becoming a fan over the last 20 years or so i mean if you're a completist you only get this if you're a completist right You know, now, Now, yeah, yeah. now, if you're unless you're unless you're a hardcore fan, you know, you get it because you're completist. If you're just like a beginner or middle of the road, good chance you're probably not going to seek seek these out.
0: No, you'll you'll listen to pure McCartney on Spotify or Apple Music, and that's and and that'll be good for you. But as I said, bit when we started, I I, if there's people old enough watching and even if you're young enough to appreciate, you know, what having a compilation meant in an era when you were younger and you didn't, you weren't working all the time and you got it as a gift, you know, and you didn't know any, a lot of these songs and you held on to it. Like it was like a lifeline. You, you know, it was, right. you know, now we have everything it's, it's online. We have every copy. So we, with decades now we're like, ah, but at the time, that's when I was listening to this again, I was just trying, I was remembering that feeling of like, wow, this is a pretty special thing in my collection. I'm holding on to it for dear life. And then, you know, time moves on and, but, uh, you know, it's interesting. You know, and then, again, as we've discussed, the configurations, the U.K. version, all everything that's been chopped off, uh, very interesting to look back at it. You know, let us know what you think in the comments below about yeah. all the best. And, uh, you know, have, have you not touched it? Let us know below. Let us know what you think. But, uh, Thomas, what else is cooking for you right now And Talk More Talkers?
1: Well, we're uh, obviously by the time this is posted, the, uh, the panel we did at the Fest, the Talk More Talk Two Legs uh, 1974 discussion will have been posted on the Talk More Talk YouTube channel and Talk More Talk uh, audio uh, podcasting platforms. So please do check that out. That was a lot of fun. We you know Obviously, we missed Kittle Tool. It would have been great mm. if all of us were, were, were there, but uh, unfortunately, it was not to be. We are still hammering out what we're going to do for our next show. So maybe by the time this is posted on Saturday, We'll we'll kind of have an idea. I mean, obviously, you know, we're you know you know looking into maybe uh, reaching out to Aaron uh, to see if he wants to come on and talk about the Dark Horse Records. I know I would love to to do that discussion uh, with him, but but again, it's it's just um, you know sometimes it takes a little while to 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 agree. You know, when you have four people doing a show, sometimes it it, it takes you know a, a few a few um, uh, a few a few um, days or weeks to decide. Think about um, okay. think about how the Beatles felt. Yeah. <laughs> think about yeah, how the Beatles right, felt. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah. And and folks too with this one that we we have changed our start time. We're dropping up our episodes a little bit later now on YouTube. Let us know if you like that uh, or if you prefer the older start yeah, time.
1: Thank, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We
0: um we've just done some numbers crunching and we want to just play around with our, our 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 times when we drop shows on YouTube. To see if that helps our numbers um we're inching closer to 2000 we seem to be stuck at 1890 for like six months now we're, we're not at quite 1900 yet but we're getting there but we are we're doing things to try to shake up, uh, you know shake up uh you know the numbers and see if that does any better for us so in the uk uh, we apologize for that because that means it's probably going to be later for you all but it's the beauty of youtube you could watch it anytime you want it just wouldn't drop as a we wouldn't be able to see it probably as a live premiere so we're we're going to drop them a little bit later in the day here on the east you know in the eastern standard time zone now uh instead of 10 a.m eastern in the hopes of uh, maybe getting a little more views for us moving forward with our with our content and our shows yes. um also coming down the pipe don't know when yet but if you didn't haven't picked it up yet please pick up a copy of record collector um this is a, a it's a uk you know publication which just kind of came out and hit the States oh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And um, I have been in contact with the editor in chief and uh, we're looking to have him on an episode of two legs in the near future, probably in March. Um, and it'll be great. Cause there's, there's articles about every album written by many, many different journalists and authors. So uh, if you haven't picked this up, you can get it at Barnes and Nobles. I think it was 20 bucks, probably the most in-depth magazine I've seen on Paul's solo career ever. You know with the discography and i know you've you've leafed through with two yeah. partner it's yeah. it's it's no, I mean, pretty in-depth
1: i love i love
0: it when if, when somebody's talking about paul's
1: discography i love it when they include you know the the classical stuff the everything experimental stuff everything, everything. Yeah. yeah
0: so um pick this up if you can i mean every album assessed from mccartney and mccartney three and the discography so the level of work that went into this uh, is awesome and I've been in touch with Daryl uh easily I think that's how I pronounce his name hopefully uh, we'll have a show lined up with him for March as well uh as for me I've got a show on my uh, up, uh my own channel that I don't if as of this recording it's not up yet it might be by the time this airs I did a guest appearance uh at a college radio station with a buddy of mine talking about yes so that will be on my channel uh soon if it's not already and uh we geeked out with the s for an hour and a half as well so that is on oh, my channel as well on that well we played music too so it wasn't it, it, that's why it, it ate up a lot of the time and you, you can do that with tornado
1: yes or whatever the hell that album's
0: called tornado no actually we didn't get that far we stopped at uh going for the one because you know okay. we would have been we would have been there all night talking when you know we don't <laughs> and playing records so it was fun that's on right. my channel and um Excellent. that's about it partner so that's going to do it for episode 238 for Two Legs. For Tom, I'm Andy, and we'll see you next time. Stay safe and be well.
1: Take care. You've been listening to Two Legs a Paul McCartney hosted by Tom Hunyadi and Andy Nichols, with musical contributions by Dylan.